Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch Ma'avohem. Welcome, welcome. This is our final shir before the Yom Tov of Shavuos. The Yishir Man Sefer Ba'amidbar are sponsored by Dr. Zakaim and Meshpachter, Lenishmas of Shalom Eliezer ben Rabbi Yaakov Zakaim and Lenishmas, Dr. Zakaim. Okay, good evening everyone. Mother. Welcome, welcome. This is our final trip before the Yom Tov of Shavuos. The Yishir Man Sefer. Okay, and uh, Lee, sounds like I heard that again already. And Lee Lenishnas, Dr. Zakim's mother, Rifki Bas Tovi Halevi, for their whole family. The Netzach Netzachim. Shir Man Sefer Midbar also sponsored by my dear friend Rabbi Isaac Yosolovsky, Lenishnas, his father Shabsi Ben Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac, the whose yard site is Tes Vav Sivan. Tonight, she is sponsored by Yoli Goldstein in honor of his daughter, Chani, getting engaged to Matis Fisher. Mazel tov, mazel tov. Tonight, she is also sponsored by Rabbi Yaakov Mizrahi of, of Eretz Yisrael. Okay, thank you everybody for coming tonight. Before we start, a few public service announcements. If you're going to be in the neighborhood for Shavuos, 5.30 Peninsula. You got that? Who could say it over? 5.30 Peninsula. Very good. First, we're having a shir tomorrow night between Mincha and Marev. Out of this world, about reenacting Kabbalah Satoira every day. You don't want to miss it. I see some of you on the screen. You live in Lawrence. You're close enough. You're close enough. Within, you're within the Tchum. I walk every day much longer than from Lawrence until Cedarhurst. You can make it. Okay. Let's see where else. Gordon, you live, you live a few houses away from me. You definitely have to come. Let's see who else I see. Obviously, everyone in the room. Mr. Goodnick, I don't know where you live. But you could still make arrangements to join us for Yom Tif. Um, we have an amazing topic and then tomorrow night 12 to 1.30 the subject is artificial intelligence and halacha and hashkafa so I know there are a lot of shiurim whatever other shiur you're planning to go to ask them to say it over after Yom Tif you can record it you'll get the, you'll get the tape this you got to hear live okay 12 to 1.30 and then at 1.45 there's a shiur on Miguel's Rus in Shari Amuna till um 2.15. So you have a very busy night. Get a good night's rest tonight. Um, there's some good stuff coming up. Okay. We're going to speak t- uh, tonight about the greatness of Lel Shavuot. I'm sorry, sir. Where is this hearing? You didn't repeat 5.30 Peninsula. 5.30 Peninsula. Oh, that's impossible. Okay. Forget it. I'll never get there. No, 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 no. There's a Holiday Inn just about a mile away that, that uh, still has vacancy. You're welcome to... We can make arrangements. Okay. Rav Shloim al the Python, the Mechabra of Lechadoidi. He was a Mechubal. He was a member of the inner circle of Rav Yosef Karoi, the Mechabra, the author of the Beis Yosef and the Shulchan Aruch. These two tzaddikim, before coming to Tzfas, they were in Turkey. And one Shavuos, as recorded by Rav Shalom Al-Kabetz, Rav Shalom Al-Kabetz, together with the Chassid, the Chassid is Rav Yosef Karo, they committed themselves to remain awake the whole night. They learned certain portions of Tanakh, they proceeded to learn the Mishnah, they completed the first two Masechtas, 
And then at Chatzois Halayla, the following occurred. A voice was heard emanating from the mouth of the Beis Yosef. A great voice that spoke very clearly. It was a melodious <coughs> voice. It grew stronger and stronger. Says Rabbi we were so afraid we covered our faces. We couldn't raise our eyes to see what was happening. Then the voice began to speak. The voice said, Shalom Aleichem. You've dedicated yourselves to crown me on this night. Your Kol Torah has split the very heavens. The Malachim are silent. The Serafim are quiet. The Chayo stands still. Kol Tzva HaShamayim, together with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, are listening. And then the voice identified itself. The voice said, I am the Mishnah. I am the Neshama of the Mishnah. I've come to admonish you like a mother admonishes her children. If only you would have gathered together with ten people, you would have been exalted even higher. But nevertheless, you've risen very high. Do not pause for a moment. The Malach concludes with lavish brachas. Shalom Alecha. Peace unto your families. Hashem Oizlamo Yitain. Hashem Yivarech Hesamay Bashalom. The Malach then teaches the assembled from the wellsprings of Torah. Their eyes streamed with tears. Says Rav for the rest of the night we did not cease learning for even a moment. Where does the story come from? It was recorded by Rav Shlomo It was printed by the Shlach HaKadosh. Says the Shlach, even though I'm in the middle of writing Halacha Pesuka, nevertheless, it's worthwhile to interrupt the regular Seder of Halacha with this story to be Ma'ayur people how high you could elevate yourself the night of Shavuos. So it's interesting, the minhag of learning all night Shavuos was first recorded about 2,000 years ago, but not until 400 years ago, after this story, did the minhag become widespread. So this is a relatively newly observed custom, and it got a lot of momentum because of this story. So here's a million dollar question. You could reach very great heights the night of Shavuos. I can't guarantee that an angel will come and speak out of your voice box. No guarantees. But you can reach very high levels. But the Torah is very big. It's longer than the land. It's wider than the sea. What should you learn? Yeah, what should you learn the night of Shavuos? Should you learn Chomesh? Should you learn Nevi'im? Should you learn Ksuvim? Mishnah? Zohar? Idra, Itzchayim. What should you learn? The Shlach HaKadosh writes in Masech Tashvus. What should you learn? The Seder Halayla. Look at number two. What do you mean what to learn? Every shul has booklets. Shenispachu. Shenispachu. Their wives say, Ha-minog hazeh nispashet b'chol Eretz Yisrael. This minog is spread throughout Israel. B'chol ha-malchus. Throughout all the Golos. What do you do the night of Shavuos? Tikkun Lel Shavuos. Who does it? Jews. Gentiles are putter from Tikkun Lel Shavuos. North Koreans, Eskimos. Gentiles are putter. Jews have to say what? Tikkun Lel Shavuos. Should you learn Mishnah? No. Gemara? No. Should you go to Shiurim about artificial intelligence? Yes. But if you're not, then you have to say the Tikkun. Everyone has to say the Tikkun. Ashkenazim, Svardim, Hasidim, Snagdim. 
If you're Jewish, you could be a Jewish communist, socialist, capitalist. You have to say the tikkun. It's widespread. B'chol Eretz Yisrael. You're a bar mitzvah boy. You're 90 years old. You've got to say the tikkun. This is the tradition in Kal Yisrael. Now, it's very interesting. The tikkun originally consisted primarily of Tarshid al You look at number three. Kafachaim says, what is the tikkun? You start from Bereshis and you say specific passages. You skip and you say the first three psukim of one parsha. You go to the last three psukim of the next parsha. First three, last three, first three. Go through Bereshis, Nayach, Lech, Lecha, You say the tikkun. And then after that, after you do that to the 24 books of Tanakh, you learn the Zohar. Mishnah, no mention of Mishnah. Gemara, no Gemara. Only Torah Shabbat Look in the Benishchai, number four. The Benishchai says first, Torah, Nevi'im, Ksuvim, Medrash, Idra Rabbah. Says the Benishchai, Mishnah, Ein Lil Moid Mishnah Yisbelai Lazu. You're now to learn Mishnah. You're not allowed to. What if you have a Seder, you learn 18 Prakim of Mishnah every day? That's not something you want to fall behind in. You know, if you do, if you do Dafa Shavua, you fall behind, okay, you know. You have a, you have some wiggle room. If you want 18 Prakim of Mishnayis a day, that means like today in Mishnah Yamas, they're doing, uh, I think today's Mishnayis are Yuma, Parak Aleph, Mishnah Beis and Gimel. Two little Mishnayis, so you fall behind, you do, you do it for tomorrow. But you do 18 Prakim a day, that's, you know, Yuma and Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 18 Prakim is probably more than that. 18 prakim is, is big time. No, if, so he says, if you have a state of learning 18 prakim a day, then uh, you could do it. But do it beyond, but not at night. Don't do it Shavuos night. The Chida, uh, is quoted in the Kafa Chayim, he said, um, he says the name of Torah Barakas, Ein Nochein Lomoid, V'chein Espashit HaMinuk Birakosh Yishan V'chevroin, Mishnah B'lel Shavuos, and says the Kavachem, Misha Darka Lumid Mishnai Salah Shulchan, Kede Lumid Devar Term Tachasuda, those who say Mishnah at the table, so you have a Devar Term at the Suda. So don't be Mavatel from learning Mishnah at the Seder, at the, at the Suda. You have who to rely on. Yeshal Mi Lismoich to learn Mishnayas. So it sounds like there's an issue learning Mishnayas. So there are two questions on the table. Number one, and the more basic problem is, why aren't we saying Tikkun Lel Shavuos? Raise your hand if you say Tikkun Lel Shavuos. Do you do it? What I Pal, do you say the entire Tikkun from... Okay, I thought so. Right? Last night I did one of these. I spoke... Um, I said, who here says the Tefillah of Nechunya Ben Akana? I was thinking, you know, get, a, get the answer I'm looking for. Now, every single person in the room. Usually not one single person in the room says they say Reb Nechunim last night by Shariah every last person says it too that, so that didn't go over well no but who says Tikkun Lel Shavuos uh, nobody says it anymore who's saying it what happened to the Tikkun and especially um, and, and let's read the question the way the Chidah raise, uh, raises the question in Sefer Lev David now I have a very special connection to Sefer Lev David after the Holocaust there were no Sfarim for the survivors my grandfather published the first Sfarim for the Holocaust survivors. The first Sefer he published, Lev David of the Chida. Says the Chida, Tema al number six, al ha'anoshim ha'ila ha'meshanim minako Yisrael. It's a wonder on those people. They deviate from Jewish custom. Demisha, Amar, Likuz, Elazu, B'chabura, 
Who said you should stay up all night and learn Shavuos? It says in the Chumash you should stay up all night and learn Shavuos. It says in the Chumash, I don't know about you. For, for me, part of Simcha is a good night's sleep. Yeah? That's part of Simcha. Abarbanel asks, how could Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Zamanazari and Rabbi Tarf and Rabbi Yis stay up all night learning? It's Bittol Simcha Siyotif. You can't just stay up all night. But who decided you have to stay up all night? The Rajbi, Besa, and Arizal. But they tell you what to do. If you're going to stay up, you've got to follow the program. I mean, you can't have it, you can't have it uh, both ways. You're going to stay up, I'm going to do what I want. Who told you to stay up? Go to sleep. Daven like a mensch. Learn during the day. No, I have to do this mystical practice staying up. So then follow the practice. You're going to stay up all night and hear a shir about artificial intelligence? I mean, that's not what the Rajbi says. I mean, he says if you're going to hear a shir, it might as well be about artificial intelligence. But the other shirim. So it says the Chida, Heim Amru, Sheyomadu Tanach. Once you're already fulfilling the words of the Rajvi and Nari, why do you refuse to fulfill the arrangement that the Rabbanon arranged? Fortune is somebody who fulfills the Tikkun. If you say the Tikkun, you get a lot of reward. But if you just stay up all night hearing random Shirim, it doesn't say you get a lot of reward. So why don't we say the Tikkun? You see, the, the purpose of staying up all night is to say the tikkun. You know, what would that be like? That would be like um, a guy on, on Sukkot who's going like this with a wiffle bat. Say, what are you doing? I don't know. I see, I see other people. I see it says you're supposed to shake. Yeah, but you're supposed to shake a lulav. No, at least I'm doing it partially. Pal, once you're, once you're listening to what we're telling you, shaking, you got to shake a lulav. So... Nobody said to stay up all night. The purpose is stay up to say the tikkun. If you're not going to say the tikkun, there's no purpose of staying up. That's question number one. And question number two is, okay, we don't say the tikkun. By the way, it's not only the Sephardic Poiskim who say to say the tikkun. If you look in the Archas Rabbeinu, in number seven, he brings over here that the stipler would stay up all night, Shavuos night, saying tikkun lel Shavuos. Now it's interesting, somebody came to the Chazonish. One guy the Chazonish said, say the Tikkun. One guy the Chazonish said, don't say the Tikkun. So what that, what's that all about? Who should, who shouldn't? Here's the second issue. If you're not going to say the Tikkun, at the very least you should learn Tarshad Chsav. I mean, that's what all the sources tell us. That's what the Tikkun consists of. There seems to be an issue learning Torah Shabal Peh. In fact, think about it. When was the Torah Shabal Peh given? wasn't given on Shavuos. Given on Yom Kippur. Moshe Rabbeinu got the Luchais. The original Luchais, Beis HaLevi writes, the Nesiv writes, had the entire Tarsha Vapel written on it. Then it was broken. And then Hashem gave us Luchais Shniyais. And Hashem said, Tarsha Vapel, figure out on your own. Yod Gimel Midash HaTonid Rashas, Behem Kavachaymer. So the oral law, we got it at a different time. So you're going to stay up, learn Tarsha Vapel, then like to do a Shavuos, wrong Yom you want to stay up all night? Stay up all night like the Kayin Gadol, learning uh, uh, Yom Kippur night. But you can stay up Shavuos night. So Yom Tif, we got Tarsha B'chsav. Why would you learn Tarsha B'chsav? Raise your hand if you learn Chavakok, Shavuos night. If you're staying up all night learning Chavakok. Raise your hand if you, you stay up all night learning Tzafania, Mishlei, Eoiv. Your guy sitting in the corner. 
What's he doing? He's learning Sefer Eoiv. He can't even translate three words in the, in the Sefer. He, he's learning Bamatsiya, Babakama. Raise your hand if you learn Tarsha Peh. Everybody learns Tarsha Peh. So the first question is, what happened to the Tikkun? And the second question is, if you're not going to say the Tikkun, why is everyone doing Tarsha Peh? Now tonight's share comes from an article I read written by Rabbi Moshe Schwert, who is a Tamachachim who lives in Kew Garden Hills. He wrote a few svarim called Az Yashir. And he wrote a very comprehensive article on this many years ago. And then I think it's later printed in his Sefer Az Yashir. Regarding three approaches of what happened to Tikkun Leo Shavuos. Approach number one, the Chayk Yaakov. Chayk Yaakov was written by Rav Yaakov Reicher. It's number eight on your sheet. And the Rav Yaakov Reicher, he wrote the he wrote, I believe the Tars Hashlamim. I have this chus to be at his kever in France, in the city of Metz. He's buried next to Shagis Aryeh, Kitayan Diyayna, in the city of Metz. And he says as follows, in the house of his father-in-law, they did not learn the Tikkun with ten people. Everybody learned on their own. You know Why? The tikkun is for unlearned people, for ame ha'aretz, right? An ame So you know, there's a the gemara shir, and one guy's sitting in the back saying tehillim. Why is he saying tehillim? He doesn't understand uh, a complicated gemara. He could read psukim. So what's the tikkun? You read a few psukim beratius, a few in noyach, a few in lech lecha. And you have one, the rabbis leading it. He's saying it out loud. So everyone's listening. So, even, so for people who are not able to learn, this is their way of connecting to learning the night of Shavuos. The tikkun is for Amiharas. You know why we don't do the tikkun? Because nowadays, there's somebody by the name of Yeshua ben Gamla. He made a tekana. There should be yeshivas in Kal Yisrael. We're all educated. We all could read beyond Tehillim. We could read Mishnah, we could learn Gemara, we could learn something in depth, but Tikkun is reserved for Ame Aretz. Now we understand the Chazoinish. One guy came to the Chazoinish, the guy was an Ame Aretz Durabanon Dairaisa. He couldn't read a Pasuk in Chumash. Chazoinish said, Say the Tikkun. The other guy, he was a Lamd and he knew how to learn. So Chazoinish said, Learn. Ah, uh, so the stipler, though, was not Chas Vasham. So why was the stipler saying the Tikkun? So we need another approach. There is a story of Chasidah Shemaisas called Siach Sarfei Kodesh. And in this story of Chasidah Shemaisalach, by the way, it's quoted by Rav Avadi Yosef, so you have a Sephardic Poisig quoting Chasidah Shemaisa about the founders of Lithuanian Jewry. Okay? So <laughs> you can't beat that. Okay? Rav Avadi Yosef quoting Sipurei Chasidim about the Vilna guy. Okay? So it was Shavuos night... And the Vilna Gaon was learning. What was he learning? He was doing Tikkun Lel Shavuos. Next to him was the Dubna Magid. And what was the Dubna Magid doing? He was learning. So the Gaon said to the Dubna Magid, No, what are, you, what are you doing? So the Dubna Magid said, Rebbe, Kedarkoi Vakoidesh, let me explain myself with a Masha. <laughs> there was once a Shver. Mr. Adler, you know what a Shver is? He did. A father in law. Now, what's the most important job of... I'm talking... To, to, yeah. What's the most important job of a father-in-law? 
to give money to the son-in-law. That's his primary role, right? Rav Miller used to say, a father-in-law could do only two things. No advice. He could give money and cover. That's the only things that a father-in-law is allowed to do. Anyway. <laughs> so, a father-in-law should only give money and cover. That's what Rav Miller would say. Anyway, so the father-in-law is supporting his son-in-law, and he says, Yingala, come on. It's time to go out into the real world and make a living, make a few bucks. The, the kid says, what do you mean? I, I was in... The sound is not working. I was in yeshiva. I was in Koilel. I don't know how to make a living. The father-in-law said, it's not rocket science. All those rich guys out there, they're not, they're far from rocket scientists, Okay. Go out into the streets, see what they're doing to make money, and just do what they do. They do. A few months later, the shver hears word that the son-in-law, the Edom, is not doing well. So he goes to his store, he comes to the outside of the store, and there's a whole menu of inventory that this guy sells in the store. He then goes into the store, and the store is empty. He says, Chacham from the Manashtana. I don't understand, you have this whole menu outside. Uh, whatever, you sell suits, you sell hats, all the things you sell, and there's nothing in your store. So the kid said, I thought you told me I should follow what everyone does. Everyone has a s- store with a sign of what's inside. So the father said, the sign only makes sense if it reflects the inventory that you have. If you don't have any inventory, then what good is the sign? Says the Dubna Magid, you Rebbe, the Tikkun is just the sign, a checklist of the Torah you know. So you're just the knight of Shuas of Kabbalah. Okay, voracious, first puzzle, last puzzle. Okay, good. Yeah, I know that one. Noyach, okay. Lach lecha, okay, got that one. Vayera. But uh, me, ainly mikra, ainly mishnah, ainly gemara, I don't know anything. So I have to go learn it first. I can't, I can't say the checklist. So this approach is saying, Tikkun Lau Shavuos is only for G'doy Le'oyla. So the stipler was uh, G'doy Le'oyla. So right now, if you're doing the tikkun, you're one of two kinds of people. Either you're an Amar Tzairaisa, or you're a Gadol Hadar. And the good thing is, if you do it, you know, you're, you're covered, because, you know... Now, the guy that no one will mistake for the Gadol Hadar, you know, he's, that's his own advertisement, you know, we can't... But these are the two approaches. And then finally, approach number three, Rabbi Vaji Yosef says in Yechavadas that there's a general rule. Ein Adam Loimed Ella Ma Shalibai Chafetz. This is number ten on the sheet. Where did it go? Bottom right. Oh, thank you. Umikol Mokum Nira Shabaneha Yeshivais Shaloimdim Talmud Vlaylaza. Those Benetar, they learn Gemara on this night. Bishkeda, with diligence. Vahasmada, Ainlim Chasbiyadam, they have what to rely on. Basically, when it comes to learning, you cannot legislate what somebody has to learn. The definition of learning is enjoying what you learn. If you tell somebody, okay, learn this, it's already like, you know, it loses all the time. You have to have some degree of discretion in what you're learning. The Satmar Rebbe would say he remembered everything he ever learned except for his Bar Mitzvah Pshato. Because his Bar Mitzvah Pshato, they forced him to memorize. He can't, he doesn't remember it. Everything else, he had a chuka to learn. So he... Um, remembered it. So that's the first part of the shir. What ha- happened to Tikkun Lo Shavuos? Either it's only for Ameharetz, or it's only for Gedalei Yisrael. Or we don't legislate, we're not so 
um, legislative. We give a certain degree of discretion when it comes to Talmud We don't mandate what you have to learn. When it comes to learning, in Adam Laimed, Alamash Alibay Chafetz. But now let's come to the second uh, area, the second aspect of Lel Shavuos, and that is why is everyone learning Tarash Shabbat You don't find too many people that have a stay there and Shaiftim. I'm learning the Sugi of Barak and Avinoyim and Devoira. Shimshon Hagibar. You know people who are sitting in the shul, they're, they're shuckling. Nobody's learning that. That shelf over there with the Tanakh, right? It will remain that way for the next 72 hours. In the same order, in the same... Maybe maybe over here they... Uh, in general, right? In general, people are learning Tarsha So there are two approaches. Approach number one is a fascinating approach. Where does the minog come? Now, it's interesting, by the way. Look at number 11. Shulchan Harav says, the minog is to remain awake the whole night, and the Iker Asek should be in Tarsha Shachanach Harav says, the Iker Asek Yiv in So there could be a simple reason for that. The Pirkei Adir Lazar tells us, the Medr's Tanchuma tells us, Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Harsinai. How did he know what time it was? He had a Rolex. Hashem said, come up, come up to First, let me give you a Rolex, and now we can start learning. How did Moshe know when it was day and when it was night? Says the Medrash, when the Rebbein Shem taught Moshe Tarsha B'chsav, he knew it was day. When he taught him Tarsha Peh, he knew it was night. In fact, it is recommended to learn Tarsha Peh in general at night, Tarsha B'chsav during the day. In fact, some people are very frightened off from learning Tarsha B'chsav at night. They're very scared. So they don't learn anything the whole night lest they come to learn Tarsha B'chsav. That's why they just scroll on the phone, up and down. And they strengthen their fingers. But because they're afraid, if I learn Tarsha B'chsav, I might come to learn Tarsha B'chsav. Are you allowed to learn Tarsha B'chsav at night? The Mishabur writes in Sharat Siyon, it's not that you're not allowed to. It's that you should arrange your schedule as such, if you can, that if you're learning Tarsha B'chsav and Tarsha B'chsav, do the Tarsha B'chsav in the day and do the Tarsha B'chsav at night, if you can. But if it's nighttime and you're very tired and you don't have a head to learn Gemara and it's either Sefer, Sefania or nonsense, of course you should learn the BMX. It's just, in general, if you could arrange things as such, Tarsha B'chsav during the day, Tarsha B'chsav at night. So maybe that's why we dedicate Shavuos night to Tarsha B'chsav. But it's more than that. Listen carefully. Why do we stay up? Why do we stay up Shavuos night? Where does it come from? So the Medrash tells us, and it's quoted by the Magen Avram in number 15 in Shem Tafsadi Dalet, that the Zoyar says to stay up all night. And, um, and the Zoyar talks, says that Hasidim Rishonim would stay up all night, and many Loimdim stay up at night. And it could be the reason is that Klal Yisrael, the night of Kabbal Satara, they went to sleep. And Hashem had to wake them up. So to rectify that, we stay up all night. Everyone's familiar with that. By the way, Rav Tzalek HaKoyim says they thought they had to go to sleep because uh, Kabbal Satara was going to be with prophecy. And you only get prophecy when you're sleeping. So they were readying themselves for Kabbal Satara. That's why during Shir, many people go to sleep expecting prophetic experience. And it's proven that 
going to sleep enhances the sheer experience usually. Anyway, so we stay up all night to be masaking the pagam <laughs> of uh, not not getting up early enough for Kabbalah Satayr. So there's a famous theory. The theory is God came to us with the Torah. What was our response? Rafal Ya'ir. What did, the, what did the Jewish people say? When the Rebbe said, here's the Torah, what did we say? Ah, Rafal Ya'ir, We will do and we will hear. Very good. We said, Rebbe we don't even have to know what it says in the Torah. Whatever it says, we're ready to do it. There's what's the Sira? The Gemara says in Shabbos, Dafpechet, Amar, Ravavdimi, Barchama, Barchasa, Malamed, Shakafa, Aleim, Harkigigis. God suspended the mountain on our heads like a barrel, and he said, If you're in Kalatar, good. Otherwise, you get a free burial spot at no charge. And it's cheaper than Harmanuchais, Harazetim, free burial. So the question is, did we accept it willingly? Or do we have to be forced into it? By the way, it's not only a stira between the Pasuk and the Gemara. It's a stira in the Pesukim. Who remembers what it says in Va'as Chanan? Kirav atau shema'ais Kal asher yoymar Hashem aloykeinu Biyat Look at number 19. Tidaber eleinu ais Kal asher yidaber Hashem aloykeinu Elecha vishamanu Ve'asinu We'll listen and then we'll do. That's the exact opposite of Nasev and Ishma. So says the Medrash Tanchuma, says Toysus, Das Ekenemi Valiyat Toysus. They say that we were willing to accept the Tarsha B'chsav willingly. Hashem, Tarsha B'chsav, we trust you. The rabbis, we don't know what they have up their sleeve. Let, first, let, first let us know what they're going to say. And then we'll let you know if we want to keep it. Tarsha B'chsav, willingly. Tarsha Peh, it had to be shoved down our throats. That's what, that is what um, the Medrash Tanchuma says. Says the Ichsam, sorry for the same thing with the Pasuk. V'shamanu v'asinu is we'll listen to what the Chachamim say and then we'll do it. And we'll decide. Then we'll, then we'll decide, yeah. Ah, oh. So comes the great guy, the Yeshua is Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Ornstein. A few years ago, in the summer, I was in the Ukraine. Not a good place to go right now. In the city of Lemberg, Lvov. And behind a hospital building was buried the Sma, the Taz, the Shasachuvas Shoyalomeshev, and the Yeshua is Yaakov, and the Chachamsvi. Okay, the memory is working a little bit tonight. And the Chacham The Yeshua Yaakov says the following Chiddush. When we were Makabal the Torah originally, did we do it Be'ahavo Veratzayin? Yes and no. Yes to the Tarsha B'chav, no to the Tarsha B'chav. So if we're staying up all night to be Mesakein, a lacking in their Kabbalah HaTorah, because they didn't get up in the morning, but we stay up all night to show our enthusiasm for Kabbalah HaTorah, we dafka learn Torah about Pad to rectify the Pagan that originally they didn't want to accept the oral law. So now this time around, we're going to say Nasav and Ishma not only to Tarsha B'chsav, but even to Tarsha Pad. That's the Indian of learning the Tarsha Pad, the night of Shavuos. It's a tikkun for their failure to accept the Torah Shabbat Pad, Berachamim, Uvarasain, first time around.
I want to uh, offer, and many of these Marmacomas I also remember seeing in, in the article of Rabbi Moshe Schwerd. Maybe we have a few additions here. Another reason why we focus on the Tarshabal Peh, the night of Shavuos. Nasa v'nishma is going on Tarshav Chsav. V'shamanu v'asinu. That's going to go on Tarshav Apeh. Chsam Soifer says that in Shuvah and Reishchas. The Shabbos before Pesach is called what? Shabbos Avon. I have a Sefer at home, a hundred reasons to answer the basic Yosef's Kasha. Ne'er Lamea. I have a Sefer at home now, 500 answers to the Beis Yosef's Kasha. Uh, there's also a Sefer, a hundred reasons why it's called Shabbos Agadah. This is the best one. This reason comes from four Gedele Yisrael, from four different walks of life, four different eras. This comes from the Chida in the Sefer Kisei David. This comes from the Bnei Yisachar in Mamari Chodesh Nisan. It comes from the Marsham in Tchelas Mordechai. It comes from Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach in the Hagah in Halichos Shloimai. Does anybody know why is it that the Gemara Menachos tells us that the way they reaped the Oimer, they reaped the Oimer with great pomp and ceremony, the Isak Gadol. They would say, Ba Hashemesh, did the sun rise? Oimer Hain. The guy would say, yeah. Ba Hashemesh, did the sun rise? Amr Hain. Mazel Zu, you're going to use this sieve? Yeah. This sieve? Yeah. You can use Kupa Zu, this box? Yeah. Kupa Zu, this box? On Shabbos, you're going to do it? Yeah. On Shabbos, everything they would ask the guy three times. Why, says the Mishnah? Because of the Baitusim. The Baitusim would say, Ketziras HaOimer is not Doicha, the Shabbos. And not only that, they would say, it was only on Sunday. Everybody knows that the Vaitusim said, is, we start counting the Svira on a Sunday. This way we have a nice long weekend. Right? The Vaitusim will go out of their minds this year. Two days Shavuos, and then Sunday, and then Memorial. No, 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 no. Right? So the Vaitusim, we got to always make it a long weekend. But we hold... Mimachras HaShabbos doesn't mean the day after Saturday. Mimachras HaShabbos means the day after Pesach. Pesach is also called Shabbos. Says of Shalmazalman, says of Bnei Yisachar, says of Chidah, says of Marsham, in order to broadcast and telecast, whenever we try to counteract the tzedukim, we do it with great pomp and ceremony. We want to publicize. They're dead wrong. So to publicize that Pesach is called Shabbos, the Shabbos before Pesach, we call it Shabbos Hagodol. Pesach is Shabbos, and Shabbos is Shabbos Hagodol. Like Ritzevach, Yitzhak, Hashem, again, Ritzevach, Mazir, Mashri, HaShabbos Hagodol. Shabbos is called Shabbos Hagodol because Pesach, vis-a-vis Shabbos, is just Shabbos. So when the Torah says, Mimachas HaShabbos, it means not Mimachas Shabbos Hagodol, it means the day after Saturday. That's why it's called Shabbos Hagodol. And this is such a beautiful reason that I want to tell you the compliments that they give this reason. Rav Shlomo Zalman says, well, first of all, the Bnei Saskar says, Ladati hatam hu It's very chashav, it's very beloved. 
And Rosh Hashanah gives it a very, a even better compliment. He says, Nira Tamza Amiti. It's true. You can't, anyone could say a nice Dvar Torah. It doesn't mean it's true. The highest praise is actually true. Okay. Now, Rafal Yair on, on Shabbos, after we read the Torah and we read the half Torah, we say a tefillah. Called Yikom Porkan. And what, who do we daven for in Yikom Porkan? We daven for rabbis. Lemaranon, Rabbanon, Jiva Ardi Yisrael, the, the rabbis in, in Iraq, Lerei Shechala, Lerei Shegavosa, Dayana, Talmidehoin, I don't understand. So we got to do the price of teaching. We just read the, the Torah. Why, why are you praying for rabbis now? Monday and Thursday, you just read the Torah. You make a hirasan. Hirasan, open up, Hashem, again, we're going to say Kaimu Banu, Lekayim Banu, Chachme Yisrael. Haim, Unashayim, Vanayim, Noisayim, Talmideim, Talmidei Talmideim, Bechomakov. I understand. We just read the Sefer Torah. Again, why are you praying for Chachamim? Says of Shalom Azam and Orbach, any time you take out a Chumash and you take out a Torah, there's always a danger. Oh! Maybe we only believe in the written law. You know, you have people, they believe in the Sefer Torah, but they don't believe in the Chachmei Yisrael. So it's always dangerous to take out the Sefer Torah. Because maybe, and everyone's, you know, pointing and kissing and walking. You know, some shows, they open up the R and everyone jumps up. Rabbi walks in, everyone's looking at their watch. <laughs> I don't, right? The Gemara says, So whenever attention is given to Tarsha B'chsav, it's dangerous. No, do we believe in the Tarsha B'chsav? That's why, says Roshom Azam and Arbach, what bracha do we make on the Torah? Asher nosan lanu Torah's MS, Tarsha B'chsav, why we thank Hashem for Tarsha We just read the Sefer Torah. Lest you think the Sefer Torah is the end all, we always go out of our way to do what we can to show the Sefer Torah is not the end all. We believe in Tarsha Pet. Yikom Porkan. Banu Yisrael. By the way, you know, of any good deed that we ever do, what do we make the biggest deal about? A wedding. You see what's going on about wedding these days? You can have all the big singers, they come, and there's dancing, and the music is so loud that they want it to permanently affect your hearing. There's no other thing that we do in any mitzvah that has the same um, excitement. Why do we make such a big deal? And every person who gets a chance to dance with the chassan shakes him. Nobody beats their arava the way they shake the chassan. They have, what people do to the arava, it's like they make nice to the arava compared to what they do to the poor chassan. They twist him, they turn him, they pull his arms off, they try to, you know, they try to remove limbs from sockets. Why is, why is it such a big mitzvah? The answer is because the nations of the world believe there's no sanctity in married life. So we have to make a big deal. No, this is Kedushin. Anything that we need to broadcast, we do with pomp and ceremony. 
By the way, there's an amazing footnote in the end of the Vilna Shas Masech the Brachos from one of the great Goen Rav Yosef Zechariah Stern. He says, you know, when you make a Mali Rachamim or Misha Berach, and you say, Misha Berach, I was telling you, who you Berach as Harav Hagoyin HaTzadik HaChosid HaAmiti. He says, what kind of, why are you giving honorariums to the guy? The guy is, you know, he's a Choyla Masukan. You think in Shamayim, when you say he's a Tzadik, they're laughing. They think he's a Tzadik. So, cut all the titles when you say Tzvila's place, he says. Don't say Rabbi, don't say Rav, don't say Goyin, don't say Tzadik. Just, just say the name he was given at his bris milah. Says of Shomazam and Arbach, no. There's a very important reason why somebody should be called up Tzadik, Rav, Goyin, when you get called up to the Torah. Because at the time you get called up to the Torah, it's important that we know that you don't just believe in the Tarsha B'chsav, that you're also a Mamen in the Tarsha B'apeh. In fact, there's a very interesting halacha of Shomazam Paskin. Somebody left in his Tzava that on the Matzeva, just write the name, don't make the Resh with a Shtreich Reb. And Rav Shomazaman said, you're not to listen. You have to write Reb. At least a Resh with a Shtreich Why? Reb doesn't mean the guy is a rabbi. It doesn't mean he can read a line of Gemara. It means he believes in the oral law. It means he associates him t- himself with the Purushim and not with the Tzedakim. Okay, let's wrap this up. There are many reasons we read Megillah's Rosh on Shavuos. The Sefer Chesed L'Mashichai, it's brought down in one of the Mavakshay Torah journals, says that there's a very important reason why we read Megillah's Rosh. You have a man by the name of Boyaz. He takes a lady. I understand. The God of Ador is marrying a woman about who the Torah Shabbat Chsav says, Lo Yavoy Mayavi Bekal Hashem. Must be, obviously, if the God of Ador is marrying her, there must be that together with the Torah Shabbat there's an oral tradition that it's only the men and not the women. So on the Yom Tif of Kabbalah's HaTorah, we need to broadcast what is Torah? It's not just what it says in the Sefer Torah. There's also an oral tradition together with it. By the way, he says, why did Hashem make Malchus based David come from Moyavia? Because the king goes around wherever he is holding a Sefer Torah. And then the rabbis say, hey king, don't do that. Don't do A, don't do B, don't do C. He says, what are you telling me rabbis what to do? I follow what it says in the written law, but I don't listen to you. So the rabbi said, oh, you don't listen to Chachamim? So then you're not even Jewish. You're not, you don't even have a right to enter the fold. Hashem purposely made the institution of Malchus in a way that they have no right to the throne. They have no right to claim their Malchus without coming on to the Chachamim so that they don't boast over the Chachamim and, and say, well, you know, I don't have to listen to you. Now, here are two more points. In the Tarsh of Achsav, does it say Shavuos is the day the Torah was given? No. What is Shavuos called in Tarsh of Achsav? Chag HaKotzer. Chag HaShavuos. Yom HaBikurim. You look in the Psukim, you would have no idea that the Torah was given on the sixth day of Sivan. Without the Torah Shabbat Peh, we wouldn't know Shavuos is the day of the giving of the Torah. Now I want to read to you, and two G'day Yisrael say the same thing, Rav Shlomo Zalman Arbach and Rav Shamshin Fal Hirsch, 
Rosham Shunafal Hirsch writes this so beautifully. He has, do I have it here? He has a sefer called Judaism Eternal. Yeah, look at number 33. And now behold, the celebration of Shavuos and remembrance of the Torah is not mentioned at all. No reference is made in the written word of God. It is only the oral tradition that we owe the festival of the revelation of the written Torah. And thus, the first memorial, the written law, directs us to the oral law. In this way, the written law makes it clear that its very being depends on the existence of the oral law. We don't know that Shavuos is the day of the giving of the Torah without the Tarshavah Pesach. In fact, we don't even know the Torah was given on Vav Sivan without the Tarshavah Pesach. Meaning the whole existence of the Torah is predicated on the oral law. And therefore we could say, on the day that we celebrate the giving of the Torah, especially the Luchais and the Tarshavah Sav, the same way whenever we read the Torah, we make sure, Yekom Porkan, Sheikhaim Banu Chachme Yisrael, Whenever there's emphasis on the written law, we go out of our way to say our allegiance is not only to the written law, but, we, but we're ma'aminim in the Tar Peh. On the Yom Tif of Shavuos, the emphasis is specifically on the Tar Peh to show we're not only accepting the Lucha Yisabris, but we have faith, we have Amuna in the Chach Me Yisrael, the Tar Shabbat Peh. So why wasn't that the original for Shavuos night to learn Tar Shabbat Peh? Why wasn't that? A, uh, why wasn't that the part of the tikkun? Yeah. Why wasn't that the the original? Say, okay, on Shavuos night. It seems like there are you know kabbalistic reasons, perhaps, why uh, to specifically learn the Tarshavah Sav. But at least you know, I'll I'll pay um, logic, you know, and 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 the development of the halach in later generations that we're always afraid of those who are going to say ainly ela Tarshavah Sav. So we now emphasize Tarshavah. One last point. So basically what happened to the Tikkun, either it's for Ami Aretz, it's for great Sadiqim, or we let you learn what you want to learn. Why do we have to learn Tarsh Either to rectify the fact that they were not Makabal at or in order to show that we're not only Mamin and Tarsh we're Mamin and Tarsh as well. Pesach is Keneged Avraham. Sukkot is Keneged Yaakov. Shavuos is Keneged Yitzchak. We're going to talk about this more between Mincha Marav tomorrow at... 5.30 Peninsula Boulevard. Okay. Why Shavuos can I get Yitzchak? What does is, what is Yitzchak got to do with Shavuos? So this uh, Rabbi Shward suggested that we know we always talk about the Akedah. Yet on Rosh Hashanah we invoke the Akedah si Yitzchak Lazari Hayam Brachman Tizgar. The Zuchus of Yitzchak at the Akedah was greater than Avram. We always, talk, we always mention Akedah si Yitzchak. Why is that? For Avram it wasn't such a big deal. Hashem told him, Shech to your son. Avram got it black and white. So for him, it was like written law. But for Yitzchak, God never told Yitzchak to do it. And Yitzchak, the Nevuah, he knew this is something God doesn't want. So why did he go through with it? Because he believed the Chacham, Avraham Avinu. So for Yitzchak, the Akedah was the Chus of Tarshabal Peh. Who's the Chus is greater? When you do what's black and white, or you do what the Chachamim say, what you do what the Chachamim say. So therefore, Shavuos is a celebration of the Tarshabal Peh, 
is Keneged Yitzchak Avinu. We should all be Zoycha to take advantage of all the great opportunity of the Yom Tif of Shavuos. And whatever we learn, whether it's Tarshav Asav, Tarshav Alpeh, we're Mekabal the Torah, Anu, Berachamim, Averatsoin. Hashem should give us all the Brachas, the Berachas HaTorah, Oyrech Yom and Bimina, Usmoila Oyshar Bechavoid, Adeno Yoyza, Amo Yitain, Adeno Yvarach Samoy Vashalim. Shrek, Agun Yom Tifchak Oshav Sameach. Okay, Marav is in uh, 30 seconds.